Hi, welcome back to the Daughters of the Moon podcast. We're so grateful that you could join us again. And today we're going to start off with our rune and our card like we always do. And we'll get going on that and then we'll see where we're going to go with her talk today. Exactly. We're excited. Hope you are too. <laughs> okay, the rune that I pulled again, I uh, was doing Ted Andrews and the rune that I pulled was horse. And horse means movement. And we don't mean in the bathroom. That's what we do. <laughs> okay. Uh, the horses served humans in travel, agriculture, war, and a multitude of other areas of life, enabling people to explore and find freedom from constraints of their own communities. Rich in lore and myth, horses are, have been associated with magic, divination, and astral travel. But most of all, they represent movement and travel. Isn't that interesting? I'm thinking about astral travel lately. Uh, there is going to be movement and process now in your life. This movement will be best to be accomplished through self-discipline, both physical and mental. Horse reminds you of the need for self-discipline in your endeavors. Self-discipline helps your growth to be controlled and steady. Plan carefully and follow through. Continue forward in your efforts. If you discipline your movements, you will find our sense of power is renewed. Horses bring uh, with it new journeys and new balance. Journeys would be nice. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to travel and to discover some of the municipalities of life. Ride forward into new directions and discover your own freedom and power. Wow, that's strong. That is a strong card. of horse. Yeah, well, and horse is such a big one for you because you have such a passion mm -hmm. towards them, like, their look their feel their that exactly yeah yeah so and and i thought it was really interesting astro projection because before we started our podcast i was actually we were talking about different topics we were going to do and where we're going to go forward with things and it was really funny because i was thinking a little bit about some of this the topics we were talking about maybe touching on and and i thought to myself oh wouldn't it be interesting if talking about dreaming led into like an astral projection so it's really interesting that that car pulled that into that when we kind of were going in a different direction and it was like huh. maybe we shouldn't be just interesting i think because i think it's just really telling people that they need to open up their minds to all kinds of different things to like not just be stagnant stagnant yeah exactly yeah. Right. So that was like almost like a extra little message I got there for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Extra little message. Love so, that. <laughs> and I'm going to use my new cards again, the Goddess Power Oracle. So this time the uh, card that I pulled was Shakti. So it says, "Wonderful change is afoot in your life when the Hindu goddess Shakti comes to support you. All your longing, desire, and focus on something better in your life, coupled with your willingness to do the work." has ignited the life force energy of the great goddess. She responds now to bring you your heart's desire. Know that now is the perfect time to move into the highest version of yourself. Are you ready for this change you so badly wanted? Everything depends on how honest and clear you have been and how willing you are now to explore the other ways of being authentic in the world. You have the magical feminine divine energy of the creator goddess Shakti to help you 
when you become open to doing things differently, you are stepping into your destiny. Do so wisely and without guile, and you will be amazed at the way your world awakens with breathtaking beauty. Wow, that's a beautiful Yeah, name. it's very nice. Wow. And it's interesting because you talked about astro traveling and that's not what this card is but it shows it in the picture somewhat yeah it's like she's going somewhere in her mind and she's transforming and bringing these things in and doing that kind of inner journey into herself and and then sending out her power into the world yeah it's yeah. uh it's almost like saying that you know people should be really concentrating on what they're thinking and especially if it's something out of the normal, because we're always afraid to step outside of the norm. Like being a psychic medium, whatever we are, um, oftentimes in the past, we didn't say, we didn't openly say it because it had stigmatism. Yeah, it, it did. And it could be negative, whatever. So you were so careful how you worked it. But what I think what it's saying is open up the mind to all the possibilities that way spiritually or every way um because it's just it's waiting there to be had right yeah 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 cool. it's really neat because yeah i just thought it was cool because the the picture just kind of that that was what caught me off of the room when you read it was like interesting because i was just kind of thinking about that and and then there it was in the room <laughs> it was like hello <laughs> that's twice i know we've done this yeah and, you know it's it's awesome um to think that everything's saying move forward move forward take the steps don't be afraid um that new stuff is coming you know, yeah manifest your dreams yeah don't hold yourself back don't don't limit yourself by by self-doubt and, and and negative thoughts like to put the positive out there and and when something comes to you to jump on it because you don't know what the what the thing is going to be you know it was interesting today this thing popped up in my twitter feed and it was um a poetry contest and i thought no that's right oh, yeah like right and i thought nah right it's been so long since i've done poetry and i thought hmm but why not? Why why can't I do that? Because what difference does it make if I am successful or I'm not successful and win money or don't win money, right? Like, yeah, it's a lot. Cool. So why would you do it? But yeah, why wouldn't I? So it was really interesting. And then I I kind of I deleted it, and then I actually went back in and was like, oh, I think I'm actually going to look into this a little bit just to try it out, right? Yeah. Just for something new. So it's interesting that these. The, the rune and the card today are saying that right like step out of what you would normally do and what you maybe is your safe ground and you know if anybody wants the information it's a canadian thing so you know kind of only if you're canadian i think you can enter into it but if you're canadian <laughs> and you think you can write a poem i'd be more than happy to share the information that i have on it it was through the cbs and nice yeah yeah so you realize just, you're gonna have to share it with elizabeth too right yeah i do yeah because of mrs soccer right yes i do yeah. realize that yeah, absolutely <laughs> and and that and that was such a neat experience too because our friend elizabeth um has been part of this writers group and i actually did have a poem um in her book in her book yes you did. um so that was really cool to be a published author because that was kind of on my bucket list and you know i still like to become more of an author but 
but it was really cool. And I just thought it was really a neat experience when it, like I said, like the, the cards in the room really stuck out to me that way is like, okay, get outside of your own self and, and quit self doubting yourself. And right. And we so often do those things. That, oh, we do. And I mean, you're good at it. I mean, you've been like poetry all your life. Yeah. I did too when I was younger. And uh, Elizabeth's always trying to get me to do. By the way, Elizabeth has just uh, a Hay House disaster to do book. Oh, exciting! Yay. I know. So she's just in the midst of what she's going to do with that. So kind of interesting, good for Elizabeth. Uh -huh. This will be her sixth or seventh book now. Yeah, she's she's authored quite yeah, a her few. Her last name's Von Falvey, by the way. Yeah, Elizabeth Von Falvey. So yeah, she's uh, you can look her up too. She's got her web page as well. Yeah, and she's yeah, she's written quite a lot of books and a lot about meditation and she's just she's got a wealth of knowledge and yeah. and we've been lucky because we've Close all friend. we've all shared knowledge with each other and lots you know, of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> lots of knowledge over the years. So that's been a really neat thing for us and and we've had a lot of experience with her and oh my gosh, you know, yeah. like we talked about in the last episode, the Ted Andrews, you know, we that's who we went to with Ted Andrews. Was so <laughs> that's right. It was, it was really cool. And, yeah. and it was, yeah, just different, uh, our different journeys down the road. Right. It's nice to be doing things with people like mine sort of thing. And, yeah. Um, I think too, I'm hoping that with everybody listening to us, not um, that you're like mine with us sort of thing too. And that, uh, that what inspires you to sort of come back of what we're talking about. Um, Cause we never know ourselves what lately what we're talking about. Do we, start doing it no a lot of times we actually have a subject picked in mind and then sometimes it just kind of goes to where i guess i think i feel like it's the universe just telling us this is where it needs to go right True. and i think as we're doing it more and more and getting more comfortable with what we're doing it's like universe is saying okay you girls got this so just talk <laughs> about this or you know and i feel like it's the universe's way of saying the way i think of it like i always feel that way with sort of as a sign from the universe not that i'm real good at listening to the signs but yeah we all have our moments but it's like here's a sign this is what you need to talk about because somebody out there needs to hear it and yes. and i'm sure anybody can relate like you've been listening to more and more podcasts lately yeah. and i've been listening Enjoying to some immensely different podcasts <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes it's not information that i necessarily need but it's interesting because there is a lot of times i listen to these podcasts and and it's not but then there is somebody I cross paths with and it's like, that is their exact situation. It's like, you should listen to this podcast or your kids should listen to this podcast. Or, you know, I think you'd really enjoy this. There was a lot of information or I got a little bit, but I really feel like it's more suited towards you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it I does think. become personal on some level. Yeah. Um, that's why you're listening to it. So they say, that's what they if, say. Uh, we see it. We need to see it. Yeah. If we uh, put something in front of us and to hear it, we do, you know, yeah. take just what we need. Absolutely. And, you know, it, there was, I was thinking about the time too with Elizabeth where we went to that lady. Um, I don't remember if you recall that. And I totally lost that picture a long time ago where she was, wasn't she blind or something? And she did our spirit guides or she yes. did it with her eyes closed yeah. and she did it in pastel. Do our pictures and stuff. Yeah. And incredible, like this lady, I can't remember if she oh, couldn't see or if she just she did it with her she, eyes yeah, closed. Yeah, she did it with her eyes closed. 
And like, I know for myself, she did this thing in pastel and it was supposed to be my spirit guide. And it was this indigenous man and, and it was really beautiful. And I had that for years and years and years. And then in one of my many, many, many moons, it it left me. And so then I just, I mean, at first I was really sad about it, obviously, but um, at the same point I thought, okay, you know what? He's, He's done his journey with me and what I needed. But yeah, it was this, that was just a cool experience. Well, it's even cooler for me because I'm thinking about that because I'd forgotten it actually. And I think mine was more into uh, a native side too. But here I was just talking to you a minute ago about trying to find my personal spirit that comes with, comes with me and talks to me and gives me messages and everything. And then all of a sudden you bring that out of the blue, like, hello. That was like, I, while you were talking about it, I'm thinking, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and also you were just talking about getting back into your art and you were given as a gift some, you know, pencils and pastels and right. paints and things like that. And you were just saying to me, I think, you know, I'm, I'm moving into my new place and it's going to be a little brighter. I think I'm maybe going to do this in my spare time to, Again. so maybe this is an avenue you're going to go down into now. Maybe you're going to start seeing or drawing rather it's your own spirit guides or somebody else's. Right. right. You know where it's taking you. Right? Yeah. And the more I uh, read about this, I mean, the more you open yourself up to this job and Kim and I have been experiencing this lately that uh, the more open we're becoming and uh, all these different messages and everything else are coming to us. is like overwhelming sometimes. But yeah, it is it's leading in different directions for all these different things we should be listening to. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, right? Is is so often the universe does try to give us these signs, and we don't listen to them, yeah. right? We're just like, what? Except for last night when I was at home, because I'm moving, I'm moving the energy around the house, right? And we know this a lot through our experiences, and I have this spirit that keeps looking at me from around the corner and then moving away again. And I asked it a couple of times, okay, who are you? And what is it you want? Well, apparently they're just like in the game yet. So um, anyways, but every time they do it, it's like a moment where I go, what? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, now I know what that was. Um, but yeah, so it is really moving the energy around and I don't really want to smudge it right now because maybe I want to know what that energy is before I leave that place or because um, I, I certainly don't want it to come with me. Should it be an energy that it's a negative energy, right? And it's been waiting for me to move, sort of thing, so it can inhabit its space again, sort of thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know that what it is yet. So it was kind of interesting that it keeps making itself seen by me, though. And um, enough to get that flash. Like I haven't seen the face, but I get the flashes. So yeah, it's pretty interesting because uh, I had forgot I hadn't moved for a while. Yeah right yeah you've been in this place for a bit I yeah so. so and and i smudge in there so much and everything else that i guess they're going woo, woo. yeah <laughs> you know and i mean if it's a good one well yeah they can come along with you but let's yeah. see who it is first right right i mean we don't sometimes we do have those good energies around you and you said that that you've had other what spirits that have come in to be you know your friend that passed and and she's just there probably rooting you on like good yeah. i'm glad you're getting out of this 
place that doesn't suit you, right? Like you, I mean, it, it did its purpose. It, it was did. good for what it needed to be. And, you know, it's nice now because you're going to have a different one. And, and then you said my grandma had been there. Yeah. And then when your grandma came too, it was like, okay, why is Stella here? Right. And that was Kimmy's grandmother's name. She was phenomenal. She was so um, in tune with the other world um, that uh, it was interesting that she comes around and Kimmy was mentioning, maybe she's just coming around right now because I'm asking the spirit guides to come out and meet me. Um, so, or my own sort of thing. And maybe she is one of mine, Amen. you know, but uh, it's really interesting because all these ones are sort of, okay, here I am, you know, well, and I think too, because, you know, you, you got the show that's coming up and, and you're doing that. And I, I think with that too, because she was such a great teacher to you when you were first learning and didn't have anybody to really reach out with. And you kind of thought you maybe were going crazy I did. seeing some of the things and experiencing some of the things that you were experiencing. You were young, you were a single, not single, but you were young and you're married and dad worked a lot and you yeah. know, you were home a lot by yourself and you didn't know what was going on. You yeah, you were two jobs, your dad at the creepy time. house and <laughs> it was a very but, you, you know, so maybe she is just coming in to say, Hey, I got your back. I'm here for you, you know, call on me. I'm gonna help you deliver the messages that you need to deliver, right? Talk about a spooky house. That house was um it was old, rolled, I think it's over the hundred years old. And um, it was in this area that was so there was not very many houses around and in front of the house was a railroad truck and uh, we moved in there because um, your grandma and grandpa were moving it was their home and uh, they were moving to this other place um, for his job so we moved into the house now i was still like 17 years old brand new baby and um, my husband at the time was 19 and we moved into the house well I had been in different conversations with Stella, Kimmy's grandma, um, about different things, but we really never really got real deep into some of the ghostly stories and things like that that happened there. And uh, so, and I had all these things I had experienced that I was trying to understand, but I didn't know. Anyways, I'll try to make this short of it. But when I moved into the house, it wasn't very long after we get into the house, all of a sudden, um, I would go to bed at night and I'd hear the front door open and something walk up the stairs and walk back down the stairs and the door would close and I would get up and no one was there, right? Um, there was, uh, the one that was really bad was there was a, a room at the top of the stairs. There was, I can't remember, I think it was 13 or 14 stairs to get to the top, 13 I think. And Many, and then they had that creepy little grate. Yep. And then I, at the room at the very top, it was you walked directly into it. The room was so cold. There was times you could see your breath in there. And I, I'm always been a one of those cleaners. I was always on top of things. And um, we go into the room, and I would walk into the room, and there'd be dead flies on the window, and in through the room, it was like, what the heck? Why is there so many dead flies? Then I read up on it about how why it would be, cleaned it up and everything else. So I started locking the room because the room started giving me EVGBs because I felt like somebody was always watching me when I was in there. And so I would take the lock was one of those little hook and eye thing. And um, I would lock it and 
I would go and do my thing through the house and put the baby to bed. And I'd be walking the baby up to bed, Kimmy up to bed, um, to put her in her crib. And the room would be open, wide open. And Hook and I was out. Um, and you go, how'd that happen? <laughs> you know, I'm sure I had that locked. Well, I'm sure the first couple of times you were like, I'm sure I locked that. But maybe did I, I really? Maybe I didn't. Maybe no. Maybe I got Kimmy and I got distracted. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because you always try to think the logical way out of the like, I mean, I think we've always touched with that, right? You always say, try to think the logical thing. Did I forget? Did I, did I think I did that? And then I didn't. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe I didn't. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I did. But it scared the crap out of me. And I would run down the stairs with her in my arms. But I wouldn't even put her in a crib then because I was so spooked out. And um, I would go down the stairs with her and keep her there and put her in a, her carriage and instead her playpen. And this happened like pretty, pretty commonly almost every day that I would have brought the stairs and the door would be wide open. Get in there again. The room is cold. Even in the daytime when the sun is shining hot, 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 um, that room would be cold. And then you say you had someone come live with you that stayed in that room? I did. And the flies again would be always there. So I got this girl to come in and stay with me because I was afraid and uh, couldn't figure out what it was, but I didn't really tell her, which was kind of a nasty thing, but um, <laughs> about whatever. But anyways, she set up her bed and everything in that room. And then she would come down and say to me, what the hell is with that room? It doesn't matter how many blankets I put on me. I'm freezing. And I'd say, well, I'll turn up the heat some more and whatever. But you couldn't get in. You couldn't get hot in that room. And the flies were just consistently on the windowsills all the time. And I mean, yes, it was an old house. There was probably lots of eggs in the walls or whatever the case may be. But still, it was like, um, yeah, there was no primary reason. Anyways, as time went on, I found out that Grandma or Kimmy's great grandmother had passed in that room. And uh, so apparently she had stayed in the room and she wasn't necessarily happy with anybody else being in there. And that was right until the day we moved out of oh. that place that stayed the same. That house was spooky. That house was spooky. I have lots I, of stories about that house. Yeah, I remember as a kid, like, like going upstairs to play, and I just remember kind of, you were okay until you got to about the top of the stairs where that big block grate was or whatever. Yeah. And then it'd be like, okay, like I'm like creeped right it's like out. somebody was and, watching you. Yeah, all always, always. Yeah. And, I mean, grandma was so in tune that she just, it was her second nature to deal with that stuff. It was, right? but it was neat though, because when I did tell her what had happened on that one incident, uh, she came back and started telling me about other things that had happened in the house too. Yeah. So I realized that I had found somebody that was of like mine and wouldn't go, what's wrong with you? Well, and then you had experiences with me where you'd hear, footsteps coming towards my playpen when I was in the living room while you we were cleaning in the kitchen freaky. and and right like that was real freaky that was you were um I was Kimmy had was ready for her nap but she needed to eat first and I was just finishing up a few things in the kitchen and um and she started to cry and I was talking to her from the kitchen it's okay honey mommy right there you know sort of thing 
And, uh, and then all of a sudden, like that, she quit and crying. And I went, oh, I better look. Okay. So I came around the corner uh, to see what was going on. And as I did, she's stand, standing in her playpen looking straight out, but not at me. And when I looked out on the, the vinyl flooring, I could see footsteps heading towards her playpen. And I freaked out. I was young, remember? I ran past, I grabbed her out of the playpen and just kept right on going until I got to the front door and out the door. And we sat there until your dad came home because I was just, I, I couldn't fathom what I was seeing. And of course, you were staring at this too. So it wasn't just me that was seeing this. You, a year and a bit, were already seeing this too. So yeah, it was pretty pretty freaky pretty place. creepy yeah yeah i remember that well i remember the story i don't remember that I mean, yeah. that'd be cool if i remembered that it it, though. but they yeah. like it's funny though because you think about those things and you think about like for me i was so young when i started experiencing that you didn't even know and, and i didn't it. even know because i was we and <laughs> and you know but it's interesting now being older i think about stuff like that sometimes and i think you know sometimes it would be cool to i guess i don't know meditate on it or kind of almost see if you i mean i don't want to go back to evil spirits or anything no. like that but but just kind of get that connection of of where you came from and like would that bounce you up to a next level of... well, like was it your grandma and grandpa because they had lived in the house coming to look at you i mean it could have been just that right but I think it was just the fact that I'm 17 years old and I'm seeing footsteps going across the floor to my baby. That's not working for me. And I mean, and I didn't understand spirits and that kind of thing either. So I'm really going to hurt you or, uh, or was I really just playing under my mind? Right. Um, Am I crazy? You know? <laughs> or like, have I spent too much time on my own? Exactly. Or should my husband be home a little bit more? Cause now I'm going leaning tunes. Or... Yeah. Yeah, like you, you question all but that. But it is so. pretty cool that if you put it your way, where yes, if you were you were experiencing them, you did see them, and I think all kids see it. But when you ha can really actually go back and say, yeah, you did see it because I watched you. I see experienced it. you seeing it. Yeah, you know? and so uh, you know we shared that sort of thing right right from where you're little. Yeah. So I mean, so interesting the journey we've taken along with this. Actually, is it? Isn't it? It really is because yeah. um, um, I didn't realize. But when you start seeing things like that, it really does make your mind go, oh, what if? You know, and then you get into psychology and things like that because you're, you got that, the normalcy of trying to understand, um, you know, and then you realize that, well, I guess it's normal uh, <laughs> to some, right. you know, sort of thing. To all of us, actually, we're all psychic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, uh, it's just some of us uh, identify with it a little sooner than others. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting it, stories. Very interesting. So, yeah, that's cool. And, you know, that house makes me think. And that house actually shows up to me in dreams all the time. Wow. I have a reoccurring dream of that house. Like, I remember it from being a kid. Yeah. Um, and obviously had a big impact to me. But I have this reoccurring dream that I have not had for a long time. But it's always the, but it's always the same dream. It's wartime. 
and the soldiers are coming in almost kind of gone with the wind thing. That was all I could kind of, as a kid, equate why I'd have that dream because I loved that movie, right? Well, and the soldiers would come in, and I remember Grandma's big, huge flowers along the side of the house. Yeah, yeah. And and it's always the same dream, and we're trying to hide these soldiers, and we're just and there's just it's chaotic in the dream. So it's weird that that happens so much, and then. I remember when we went back the year with Philip right. and they we were took paintings. him. They were paintings. Yeah. Okay. And, and we took Philip to, we're like, Oh, you should come to here because right. It's a creepy place. And by then they had knocked down the house um, and we're supposed to build up. And I think we talked about this before, but it was just so weird because when you went there, I just remember going in and I remember some of the pictures I even have. It's almost like you're going into this vortex of sorts because it was so, it, it was really almost, I felt like it was like walking between worlds when we were walking on the ground there. Cool. Because there was so much stuff and then that crow was cawing at Philip and Philip was all freaked, freaked out. out. <laughs> Why is that? It was staring and staring at him. And it was huge. Yeah, right? And and it was just so, it was such an eerie place. And Philip was even afraid to walk past it. Yeah. 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 Nervous. He was nervous. He didn't want you to hear him say that. No. Sadilla, no. <laughs> I didn't say that. No. And then yeah. it's funny because even as the boys were growing up, right, they were so intuitive when they were young because they were, they were so yeah. open to it. And the one house that we lived in was so creepy and there was spirits i don't even know whose spirits they were but there were spirits in that house and i remember the boys right they'd be on the stairs with the boys and they'd be in the living room with the boys and and you know then at some point the boys were like too cool to believe in ghosts <laughs> so, so i and those all they did so i always called them my believer non-believer children right but but like your brother. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I remember, do you remember the time when Dean moved into that house and he was with that one girl and, and Jordan Michael and they moved into that house and it was like a townhouse or something. Yeah. And remember they had that super one room in the basement. That was so creepy. And literally you could not like for me, I'm very much a, a I very much, I am very sensitive in the way that I, I feel it is more so opposed to me seeing it. Very I, yeah. I, I mean, sometimes see it, but you're also an empath. Yeah. yeah. So I could not walk into that room. I'm like, mm -mm, mm -mm. and the dog couldn't walk into the dog room. Even, yeah. And then um, they'd start waking up in the middle of the night and the hangers in the closet were a thing. And then their little boy was like, I saw this black man and this figure and like, it was so creepy. And we all did the, the, like we said, we always try to write, you rationalize it. Well, like, did he see a shadow? Was your window open for yeah. the hangers to do that? And it's like, oh, no, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a creepy, it was blue. I remember that room. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, like you talk about spirits where they where they live what they do um they certainly have minds of their own for sure and yeah. um you know they've had their time with me where they just like to scare the shit out of me until i realized that i didn't have to be necessarily afraid of them but um um and even less so now 
just saying that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but um some 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 people that see and experience uh these different things only just see wonderful good things then there's some of us that experience some of the other side of um the spirit world so it's interesting it, it is interesting and i mean it is nice when you get the friendly ghosts like and we've had those too oh, right like yeah. we've had where you know uncle barry came to us and you know we talked about that before where he came to me and was laughing in the wind and you know my brother was upset because my uncle hadn't you know touched base with him and then the phone rang and no one was on the other end and you know it was like okay there he is he's he's making contact with you right that's right and, you know and it was funny because it was uncle barry's birthday not too long ago and he's been around my house so i don't know why yeah, right at this around. particular time because he hasn't been around lots since he's passed for me but this last little while just i and i know it's him i don't know how i just the, the one day i was sitting there and I, you know, had a glass of water with some ice in it. And all of a sudden the ice was like tinkling mm. in the glass. <laughs> like somebody was actually literally had my glass and was shaking my glass. And I was like, okay, that was first. I was like, well, that's weird. Was my ice settling? <laughs> and then I was like, then it happened like three seconds later. I was like, okay, that was weird. Who's that? And I was like, oh, okay. It's Uncle Barry. Right. Cause you just get that sense. I think. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it'd be interesting to hear anybody else's story about stuff like that where you have that like sort of like where you were talking about when your friend came to visit you just know it's them That's right it, it's interesting you going back to what you keep seeing in your dream which we'll talk about too in another um thing here but the saying it's the soldiers and things like that like the house was old right and beside it was a woolen mill so a lot of people worked there and there had been people that had burnt to death and everything else in that willow mill. So um, you saying that takes me back to how long that land had been haunted, like years. Like that house was so incredibly haunted. And um, it didn't matter. Um, I mean, I got stories coming in yin yin, which I'll share with not all today. But um, and it's interesting that you brought that up because, yes, I'm certain that that had to take place. That would almost be interesting to investigate a little bit. Yeah, it really would because I, I love that. Like, I, and, and that's one thing that's interesting because it was a dream and, and because it's been recurring and because I've had it for so long. I've had it since I was a kid. And it's interesting because, you know, you hear about some of these stories, I guess, about these kids that remember past lives and different things. So it's interesting to me to think, um, so to me, it's interesting because when you think about these kids that remember their past lives and stuff and, and right, does that equate to my dream of remembering a past life or is this a current life and these are just, spirits that i remember as being a child i'm thinking or, both like that's right. what i'm getting from this is uh it is like a past life and you and and it's it's interesting because your grandparents had a house there for so many years right um it's almost like you're connected somehow yeah to and that also, land to that house to yeah that. and so maybe there is some kind of connection i think too was your grandpa fought in the war and uh so he has some pretty neat stories about things around that too and 
Um, uh, so yeah, maybe you are connected through that, right? Through him and being there. And I'm not sure what your great grandpa did, whether he fought in the war or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to. It would be interesting though to look back and and see if I could do some study just to find out what happened on that line. Because yeah, it's just it was just such an interesting. It's just an interesting piece of land. I mean, it's still obviously there, yeah. but I mean, the land too is right behind. It was a dam, and water is I can do it as far as I'm concerned with spirit and things like that. And um, I mean, they're just alive rolling water and this type of thing and uh, and then being with the remote the woolen mill that had been there for so long uh very active energy around that as well so yeah it's really interesting you have that too and you grab out the association of fighting in the war so yeah it'd be really interesting walking but i do think it's a past life as well yeah it very well could be but yeah it's just interesting because it is definitely a reoccurring dream that I have. And it's almost, I mean, sometimes the people that are in my dream change to like, as my life changes, but the basic scenario of the whole scene and the scene, the house and seeing the soldiers and seeing the big flower. So whatever, whatever that has to do with my memories or whatever, like they're there. And yeah, it's, it's just really interesting to, to think right and and i think that comes into dreaming and you know we we're going to talk about that in in one of our episodes right. and i wonder even if you were to go into maybe a lucid dream if you could reconnect it back into that and and get like, some answers that'd be cool just you know you're good at lucid dream i'm just starting to get into that a little bit more uh it's interesting for that house that when we lived in it and it didn't have the big shed on the back of it only because it actually stood off the ground for a bit um, that house and uh, quite, quite high actually the basement was big sort of thing tall and uh, but I for years after we moved out um, I had dreams about that having this long shed in behind and I could if I opened up the door to get into the shed that I was always terrified to go in there and I was always forced to go in there by someone to get something and I would get in there and I would either get stuck in there or I would have a hard time coming back out of what it was in that house. So it was almost like when you said a vortex or a void, it's almost like when in my dreams, there was still something that was trying to pull me in it. And, uh, and I still have them occasionally. It's just the weirdest dream. leaves me with the weirdest feelings. And it's almost like something was still trying to connect me after all these years when it comes back to me in the dream. And, uh, and I suppose that's true. It could, um, but all these years later, I'm like, you're like, that's 50 years ago. It was, yeah. Right. So yeah. strange how, um, some of these touches you. So was it actually a ghost trying to connect with me and, um, still trying to in some way? Well, and maybe because you had such huge experiences in that house and they, and they mostly were not of the good sort. Yeah. A right? lot of them were nasty. Um, you know, some of them maybe as you understood more and, you know, you weren't maybe even at that point yet where you could talk to the ghosts and be like, no, hey, great grandma, you can stay up there. No, but, I was you afraid. Know, <laughs> like, could spook the shit right out of me, right? Yeah. But like, maybe, maybe because you had such a, a thing and you were, you felt so trapped 
when you were in the house because of the spirits. I mean, thankfully you had grandma that you could talk to and, and she could help you with some of that. Yeah. At some point, but maybe because you felt so trapped when you have these dreams, it's almost like there's still a part of your energy or your something that's attached to that. Like maybe that's a connect. Maybe you need to cut the cord on that shit. (laughs) I think I'm going to do that. Actually, as you were saying, and I was thinking, Maybe like that cord cutting kind of moment. Yeah, because like I mean, I don't think we always I think about, about it until just now. Yeah, because I think sometimes when we don't talk about this stuff and then we move forward and then we do have some of these reoccurring dreams, whatever they are for whatever reason, like maybe you know, then we tap into them and it's like, oh, maybe I need to. Like maybe that's something I didn't realize that I had this cord that was attached to that and and gives this great fear right yeah. to some extent because it was a very fearful time for you it was holding me back yeah and and right like mm-hmm. squashing you in and and like freaking you out and not allowing you to grow as a spiritual person that way because it was such negative energy around it for the most part yeah true. and and yeah maybe it's um, that, that energy i'm gonna it. do that that's yeah. a good idea it's interesting because when we went back there that time, I felt very drawn to it as well. And um, yeah, I felt a real, I needed to go there. Yeah. I needed to, I needed to just see that land and, touch the, and then touch the ground and be on it. And then I remember like going with Philip and I just remember like looking at the trees and, and sometimes it was almost like the trees were in this weird vortex because they were kind of there and then they kind of weren't if that makes sense like they were sort of shifting i was like am i seeing things like no i haven't been drinking or (laughs) not tired (laughs) it's true you do go through all of that like you know i think i gotta tell this story when i was growing up i was 10 and uh my sister and i are 10 years old 10 years apart so I guess it was 11 and um, we did, bought this house and it was in uh, Ontario, Bridge North, Ontario. And the house was haunted. And when we moved into it, we were just so excited because we'd been living with my grandparents and mom got this house and, and we were moving into it. Anyways, after we got there, um, things just started happening. There was always, the house was always spooky and, uh, but it was huge, big, huge place. And the house had a lot of character and had been around for a while. Anyways, um, after we did there for a while, I would take my sister over to the babysitter, which was next door. And I would bring her home by myself sort of thing. Sometimes my brother was home. Usually they were out playing. And I would bring my sister home and she was just a baby. And, and it just felt like somebody was always watching me. And um, there's always somebody else around sort of thing. And the place anyways long long story short um uh, my mother was uh with my my sister's husband, uh, father and he was killed in a car accident um anyways so we had to move out but not to go on the dark side of that up there um things happened but the night that it happened that he got killed in a car accident um, i remember i couldn't sleep that night i went downstairs my mom was standing out looking outside of the, there's a open view at the front, well, it was all cased in with glass and uh, like a porch. And we were standing there looking out 
And all of a sudden this meteor or the, it was like something came out of the sky and it was going to hit the house. And I remember us screaming and ducking and the phone rang to tell us that he had been killed in a car accident. Where I was going to go with this story is a spooky part of this story is we found out later every man that had lived in that house that tried to paint it black and white and he was trying to paint it black and white too, died in some kind of mysterious way. One guy, his, he was a logger in his logging truck. The logs came back and killed him and uh, was gone. And I ended up having a baby in the hospital. You, same time she was in the hospital having a baby. It was really weird because it was like we got connected again like years and years later. Yeah, well, kind of almost like the Trisha story when yes. she was talking to us. Like funny how our paths cross different people along our ways right yeah. like that'd be another interesting like like that interests me so much and i don't even know where you would start to look back on the history of some of these houses just to oh, it was find haunted. find some of those stories of like where like where did that story start yeah you know who where because obviously i mean that story had to start somewhere somebody decided to paint it and what was it like for myself it's like intrigues me like where did that story start and the house was just why why was so weird why this why like i lived in so many weird haunted houses in my life and i was young <laughs> <laughs> and i was so young then right but it was so haunted and it's too has been torn down now and it's a vacant piece of property it's like these pieces of property that were so haunted no one has rebuilt on them. Like now, I don't know if it's because of the background. I would be interested to find out too. Mm -hmm. uh, that it hasn't. That you just can't sell it, or doesn't mean you have to disclose, right? Um, so I don't know if that came down with it too. It'd be interesting. But um, yeah, that house was. It killed every man that was living in it because hmm. they all tried to do the same thing, and yet it was a huge, huge house. So yeah, I remember you telling me the story and saying beautiful. it was a beautiful house yeah. and, and it haunted as yeah. hell. Yeah. Crazy. Even, even going back out there later, because I didn't do that later, I went back to Ontario and I had to take a drive out past it. And when I got out of the car, went onto the property. And uh, yeah, it still feels the energy is alive. And uh, they had a tree in that yard that was so huge and a maple tree. And that thing was like, um, there was something in the tree even. Well, I remember because grandma and grandpa's house had that big willow tree. Yes, it did. Remember? And I don't think it had that when we went back no, I the last time. It was gone. I think they cut that yeah. down and that yeah. was a creepy ass tree too. Yeah. I just remember when we were driving away from the house the last time in Bridge North, looking back in the back, looking back out of the back window and thinking, I'm so glad we're leaving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I moved in there because new place and you know new dad and everything yeah. else new sister coming um it was the most i was so excited so to, to drive into it one way and so excited and the love and everything else you wanted to be with it and driving away looking back thinking whoa wouldn't experience interesting eh? yeah, like I think by then it was only like 12 or something still yeah you have lived in a lot of creepy houses i'm not gonna <laughs> lie because like even grandma and grandpa canal's house was kind of it was creepy. there's a lot of creepy stuff there i mean there was a lot of things but but it was a creepy house anyways right like it just in general it was there was it was a creepy house a like creepy house. Yeah. yeah so it's interesting because a lot of these houses are old and they have that energy of everybody that's passed and i mean back in the day 
a lot more people passed in their houses oh, and, and were sick in their houses with yeah. whatever and it's then passed, back, right? And, you know? Well, yeah, I believe that with yeah. everything that's going along. So welcome to the creepy houses again. <laughs> so. Anyways, we said we were going to go on something a little different this time. Yeah, we just thought we thought we'd share some more of our, our stories and, and we have many many more that we can share with you and go into more depth and so we hope you're enjoying that and you have to let us know and if you've got spooky stories of your own please share them we'd love to share them with our followers and we will of course post our pictures as we always do we will put the information in our um show notes for you and we thank you for joining us again and yes please do again please and like and share us, give us some positive feedback and reviews. If you want to be on the show, please let us know. We'd be wow. happy to have you. Like, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, email us if you have any questions or want to share your stories. And uh, yeah, have a magical week. Have a magical week. Bye now.